Robert F. Alter here. Welcome to the Robert F. Alter Show. It is Wednesday, November the 17th of 2021. And first, a little update on what's happening here. I didn't have a show yesterday because I hurried out of the office. We have had quite severe flooding, one of the worst I've seen in my 30-plus years in Bellingham. And uh, the interstate was closed, and my wife actually, or her brother Brad, was driving them in Bellingham. We were able to get into town, and uh, he came in separately. He and my wife came in separately. They left at about 1.30 in the afternoon for what should have been about a 25-minute drive home on the interstate, but because the interstate was closed, they had to go up a uh, four-lane uh, highway, actually, out of town, up over the river, and then back through the county. So they'd been keeping me updated on how this trip was going. My last patient left at about four o'clock and I talked with my wife and decided, well, I was mentally prepared actually just to stay in the office, but I decided maybe I could make it home. So at four o'clock, I went and got my car. I turned on KGMI radio station and they do a great job in these kind of weather crisis kind of situations of just shutting down all programming and keeping public informed as to what's going on. And so I got in my car and began driving and I heard that Interstate 5 was open. So I just went straight on the interstate, went straight home just like I usually do, and my wife beat me by about 15 minutes. So what was a three-hour trip for her wound up being the usual 25 minutes for me. Anyway, things are getting back to normal here. The river's beginning to recede, and now they're assessing damage. And I just thought I'd let you know that that's what's going on in, in my life. But what I want to talk about today is the power of a question. And this question came to me late at night. I'm in my office late at night. And I'm going from my, my office across the hall into the x-ray room. And I got to the hallway. And this question came to mind. What if everything I know is wrong? Now, this wasn't one of these fleeting thoughts. You know, I get thoughts all the time. Some, something crazy. I just said, oh, that was a crazy thing. I just dismissed it. Don't even think about it. No, this was something to contemplate. This was something for me to look at. What if everything I know is wrong? Well, where would you start? I, I found the whole question disorienting. Where would you start? If everything you know is wrong, where would you start? And immediately the answer was intelligence. Now, to give you some background, that's the kind of thing that might have come to me because of my background. Because in chiropractic, we talk about a universal intelligence that created the universe. And our individual portion of that, an innate intelligence, which is the cause of our life. Now, if you look at what is the definition of intelligence, I've, I've come up with two primary definitions. One of them is just information like military intelligence. But the other one is the ability to adapt to new and trying situations. And that's what I was looking at was that definition. Well, if you start there, if you have that ability, that means that some part of you is this intelligence and that you can control your brain. And if that's not true, then nothing else matters because you don't have any control over anything. If there isn't a part of you that, that is this intelligence and can control your brain, you can't control anything. And in fact, to say it just a little bit more clearly, if you are not that intelligence, you know, I think that actually makes more sense. 
is that intelligence what I really am? That intelligence or spirit or mind or whatever you want to call that, is that what the reality is? And that controls my brain and my brain is something separate and we call that dualism in philosophy, right? The body is different than the mind, spirit, God, soul. I don't know, those might not all be the same thing in my mind, they're kind of all the same thing. Anyway, that's where I was at. But that one question leads to a second question that I think you'll find very powerful in your life. And that question is, what if I am wrong? What if there's something that you've accepted and it's been a core belief of yours and that's driving your existence? Can you accept that you might be wrong and can you look for evidence that you might be wrong? Can you weigh that, weigh that evidence and say, well, yeah, if I'm wrong and this is true, then how does that affect my life? I was having some uh, discussion with somebody at happy hour at uh, real estate, Keller Williams. We, were having, we used to have a happy hour every Friday night. And I was talking with uh, somebody and she's, she was telling me about, uh, she's an evangelical Christian and they believed, her, she and her husband and those around her believed that something was gonna happen on a certain date. And I said, <clears throat> if it doesn't happen, how does that change your life? And she hadn't really thought about it. And yet it was going to be one of these major events that might have been a life-changing event. She hadn't thought about what if she was wrong. And what I have found is it brings me much more peace if I can think of, well, what if I'm wrong and the other, the other side is right? Well, how can I put these two together so that I can decide how to live my life? So that I'm not way off to one direction or the other, I can kind of go, okay, well, if this is true, and, and it gives you a chance that if, one, if what you think was right, you can kind of see, well, if, if what I think is right, this should happen. If, if it's not right, then that won't happen. And it gives you an ability to pivot quickly and go the other direction. Much more so than if you're just locked into something and you're just sure you're right. And I don't think there's very often that we can be so sure that we're right. So anyway, I think you'll find that you, you can get along with people. We can compromise. We can create things and collaborate and, and get together. If we can just get step back just a little bit and say, well, what if I'm wrong? If we could all do that, if we could all, as I say, if we could all just pursue truth, and some of us feel really bad if we, if we discover we're wrong. And, and I've developed this, I say, I won't be wrong for long. Because I can just pivot. If I find something else is right, I'll just pivot and accept that. That's the truth. And if you look at falsification by Karl Popper, a philosopher of science, he said, it's impossible to prove that anything is true. What we can do is prove that something's not true. We can falsify things. So even if I believe something's true, if I can accept that, well, maybe it's not true. Or if I can say, well, if this was true, then that couldn't be true. If this happens, that couldn't be true. And then I can start looking, well, can I falsify my beliefs? And if you look at that, that will also help you achieve truth or get closer to truth by eliminating falsifying possibilities. And then I was just telling somebody else this quote from Bertrand Russell that I just found was great. He said, the problem is that 
Stupid people are cocksure, and the intelligent are full of doubt. Now think about that. If that's true, then for sure, if you want to be one of the intelligent people, just have a little bit of doubt. <laughs> All right, that's, that's going to be my show for today. I want you to think about the question, what if I'm wrong? And consider that stupid people are cocksure and the intelligent are full of doubt. Which one do you want to be? I think you'll find you'll be a lot happier if you accept that little bit of doubt. All right, Robert Affle, <coughs> excuse me, Robert Affelder signing off. Helping you have a wonderful life. Thanks for listening and watching.